Thank you for tuning in to the 103rd episode of Barbershop Sports Talk with me, your host, Daryl D. Lane. As always, been on a little bit two-week hiatus, school, work, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I'm going to have two interviews for you. One of these interviews was a little bit later. Couldn't get that one out. Uh, it's Pat Freeman, the mighty Oba. Comes on, talks about Bills, Patriots, a little bit of that. That game happened. Uh, the Bills lost, but it was a really close game. Also going to have Nathan Russell Webster on. I played football with him in high school, uh, in middle school, went to elementary school with him, and I'm going to have him on, going to talk a little bit of NBA, uh, Steph Curry, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, also going to talk a little bit of football with him. Who do you, who, what quarterback would he want, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, or Aaron Rodgers? So that's going to be an interesting interview as well. Now I'm going to send you to both those interviews right now. With Barbershop Sports Talk, we have a special guest with us, Nathan Russell Webster. How you doing, Nate? Yo, what's up, there? How you been, my guy? I'm doing good. Now, the first question I have to ask you, you're a Bills fan, you're from Buffalo, Amherst in particular. I want to ask you, what did you think of the Bills-Patriots game on Sunday? Well, I mean, it was a doozy. It was a doozy. Uh, there was a lot of things to take out of the game, you know. Josh Allen still has to improve as a quarterback. Uh, main thing though, our defense can keep us in the game with anybody. Like honestly, the Patriots are a good team. They have a obviously they have Tom Brady. Plain and simple, they have Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time. So when we stayed in the game, so you know we can stay in it. we can stay with anybody. I'm I'm happy with that. And our offense obviously has to improve, but that's obviously gonna come with time throughout the season, you know. And I think, like last year, Josh Allen's going to improve when he comes back, you know, off the injury because he's going to see what Mac Barkley does, you know. And he, he could throw the ball. He could throw the ball. Now, were you sold on Josh Allen when the Bills drafted him, or were you kind of okay. taking the wait-and-see approach? I, I, I loved him. He, he has all the tools to be a good quarterback. You just gotta you gotta mold them. You have to have the right pieces, right coaching staff, offensive weapons. You know, with Patty Mahomes, he got Andy Reid, he got all those weapons. Just look at him. Do you think that Buffalo has anybody that can emerge to be one of those weapons, like a Tyree Killer or a Travis Kelsey, or do you think we're still looking for that? Right now, I think we still need that because man. We got good people, but we're never, they're not consistent. I think we need to go get somebody via free agency or maybe even, you know, draft somebody. I I haven't looked anybody up in, uh, in college. I know Alabama has many, many great thirsty So Clemson, so hopefully we can, you know, get somebody because even though we got Justin Brown and Cole Beasley, they still drop passes. 
Were you and what were, I want to know? What are your expectations coming to the game? Because me, I was kind of like, okay, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I kind of thought it was going to be a game that was close at half, and then the Patriots kind of pulled away. Ended it up being the, the Patriots went comfortably, but it was a it was a game to the last drop, and the Bills they made a lot of errors. They kind of kicked themselves in the foot there. I mean, Allen threw three picks. I mean, I think Barkley threw a pick too. Uh, J.C. Jackson blocked a punt for a touchdown. What were your expectations? I mean. Obviously, I thought the Bills were going to win because, you know, I'm a Bills fan, you know, I believe anything, you know. But um, reality, obviously, the Patriots have our numbers so many times. So, but like every year, we have expectations, you know, especially when Sean McDermott came in here. I expect to win, you know, and he expects to win. And everybody on that team expects to win. So, you know, I do too, as a fan. How do you think uh, McDermott's kind of changed the culture a little bit? Because I feel like before it was kind of like, you know, same old Bills. They're not supposed to compete. But you kind of, I get the kind of the feeling that he instills in the team, like, we can beat the Patriots. Like, why not us? I mean... I get the feeling with McDermott that he instills a level of confidence that maybe past Bill, Bill's coaches have not instilled in the team like a Rex Ryan or a Shane Gailey or a Doug Marone in terms of, you know, we can beat the Patriots. We can compete for a playoff spot. We can do this. I mean, that just comes from character. Rex Ryan was a big face. You know, oh, he, he got the Jets to the NFC title game. You know, two years maybe. But like, other than that, nothing really. Doug Marone, I, I, I've never heard of Doug Marone before he became the Bills uh, head coach. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we just, like, Sean McDermott came from Carolina. They were winning. Their defense was stout. And, you know, was it the year uh, after the Super Bowl that he came here or? Who? Uh, Sean McDermott. When Carolina went to the Super Bowl versus Denver. Was he on the team or? Yes, I believe he was. He was on the team. He was on the team. He was the D coordinator. So, yeah, that year, that was poof. So. Really good defense. Uh, now, I do want to ask you, how, how did you make of a Brady's play? Because a lot of people are talking about, like, Brady's getting older. Do you think it was that Brady played that badly or do you think it was good Bill's defense? Defense. Maybe a little bit old, but still, like, our defense is good. You even in bottom teams for the first three games, but I'm, our defense is stout. I don't care what anybody says. I, I put money on our defense. As a Bills fan, which team do you hate the most? Uh, obviously the Patriots. Any, any division rival, really. But, like, Patriots are obviously the top, top of the world. But I like, you know, booing the Jets and the Dolphins because, you know, we can, we can beat on them. You know? <laughs> so. so, 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 if you were to rank them in order in terms of which one you don't like the most, it's Patriots one. Well, which one do you like less between the Dolphins and the Jets? I mean, Jets, too, because they're New York and I hate New York people sometimes. People from the city, they're full of stuff. And they think we're from Canada, so. But the, it's funny, the Jets really aren't in New York. 
Now, who's your favorite player to watch on the Bills? Um, other than Josh Allen, I like seeing Frank. I like seeing Frank Gore and uh, Singletary run because you know Frank Gore, he still got it. He's amazing. I don't even know how he mid thirties still running. Crazy. Uh, and Singletary, we dropped McCoy because of this man. So. Obviously, I'm excited with what he's going to bring. And I'm glad Sean McDermott is not rushing to get back into the, uh, the offense, into the game, because, you know, we don't, we don't need that. We can lose a game here and there. Because I, I really, our team is built to last. Now, what I do want to ask you, too, is because since you played football, and I want your opinion on this, uh, it was just announced earlier today that Vontez Perfect is banned for the rest of the season for his helmet-to-helmet hit against the Indianapolis Colts on Sunday. What were your thoughts of that? I mean, it was unnecessary. It shouldn't take place in the game. You don't want to hurt nobody. But, like, he, he's just... He's been doing this year after year after year. So, what are you gonna do to stop him? Had to do something. Would you be a proponent of banning him for life? Banning for life? If he does it again, yes. After this year, if he bans, if he does it again, then I would ban him for life. So you're in a disagreement with all the helmet-to-helmet hits. You think that needs to be completely taken out of the game? Because I even know that affected Josh Allen. I mean, not Josh. Yeah, Josh Allen. When he got hit in the head. Yeah, and that, that's another thing. Like, how, how did the, that the rush are going to call that in one game and then another? Like, I, I need consistency. Who's your favorite player to watch in the NFL? Favorite player to watch? I mean, uh, I say I I'd say Patty Mahomes because you know actually nah I say Lamar this year because Lamar really got some nice highlights. You know how to cut back. It's like he's on a joystick, man. Like he's Mike Vick, but like on steroids. <laughs> Who's your favorite defensive player to watch? Uh, defense. I'd probably say Khalil Mack because, you know, he got traded to the Bears and literally changed their whole team. He made them into a playoff contending team. So, and I think every play he brings 100% and he strikes off that ball so fast. Now, if you have one game for your life, you have Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, or Aaron Rodgers, who are you picking? He has all the tools. He has everything. Tom Brady, everything. I'm talking mobility, on vision, creativity. Like Aaron Rodgers, yes. Aaron Rodgers, yes, he can do all those things. But Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, uh, Patrick, uh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes can do it better. 
Tom Brady, he's getting old. Like, yes, he's been there, he's done that, but still, he's getting old. Now I want to shift to the NBA. Uh, it was just uh, James Harden was just talking about how the NBA is talking about traveling, and James Harden talking about how he doesn't travel, just a different brand brand of basketball he plays. Nathan, does James Harden travel? Honestly, I believe it's a travel, but I, they're not going to call it an the NBA. They shouldn't call it an the NBA. Like, it's, it's the best play. It's the best league for the best players. They play for a reason. I believe if you take three steps, yeah, you should travel. But like that, that step back in and of itself is so hard. And then if you make it, I, I give it to you. Do you think that James Harden travels more than other players? Like, for example, we, we always talk about how yeah. James Harden travels, but doesn't Kyrie travel, Steph Curry travels, LeBron travels? No, James Harden travels the most. <laughs> I, I give it up. But it's, it's, it's the way he plays. You can't, hey, you can't teach a dog new tricks. And, and he's been efficient. Like, he's, he's, well, well last year he's had, what, what, uh, what score did he go on? Uh, five games, 30 points, I think it was higher than that, actually. He averaged like, like 37 a game, close like 30, 30 yeah. like something crazy. So, yeah, I mean, he's gonna travel a lot. He has the ball every time. When somebody lose something. Now, what I do want to ask you is this. Uh, so, Bleacher Report, that came out with their best uh, uh, top 50 players of all time, their rankings. They had Steph Curry ahead of Kobe Bryant. They had Steph Curry 10. They had Kobe Bryant 14th. Do you think that's crazy or do you think Bleacher Report has a point? Yeah, it is, it is crazy. But I can see Steph getting like ahead of Kobe at the end of his career. But right now, you know. You think it's close? Right now. No, not close. Why not? Why not? I think if Steph this year is balling out, does his thing, averages, you know, at 28, 9 assists, 3 rebounds, 2, two turnovers a game, lead them to like the fourth, 4-3 fourth, seed, he gets MVP, and then I'll put him in the conversation with Kobe. Now, also what would happen in uh, that piece Bleach Report did, they had Michael Jordan ahead of LeBron. Do you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, Michael Jordan is the GOAT. Michael Jordan, 6-0. But, you know, LeBron is the better basketball player. I, I, give, I give him that. He has... Better vision. I feel like ball handling skills LeBron has been. But I think finishing they're about the same because you know, LeBron's a big boy. LeBron is a big boy. So, so you think LeBron's better than Michael? No. Well, as a basketball, as a basketball player and basketball skill, yes. But I think overall, Jordan. Has a better 
But you're saying the better pure basketball player is LeBron, right? The better pure basketball player, just in terms of basketball skills. Yes. Yes, thank you. Who is going to win the MVP this year in the NBA? See, it's it's a toss-up because, you know, like I said, Steph can ball out. He's by himself. He has him him and D'Angelo. Honestly, I hope he doesn't come back until the ring later because, you know, Steph is like, me not like, I don't want him to get hurt like uh, KD did in the, uh, uh, what it was, I don't know, yeah, I think it was the finals. So, um, what else? the best duo in the NBA? Best duo? I gotta go with LeBron and AD because LeBron is a point guard but like 6'9 six, six, he's a train and now he has parental like perennially sorry if I said that wrong he has the next up and coming best player one of the top three so Is LeBron still the best player in the NBA? I would say so. Better than Kawhi or Giannis? Yes. How close is it? Is it still LeBron by a wide margin or is it a little bit close? No, no, it's it's, it's pretty close. Everything's pretty close. But um, LeBron, I think, after coming coming off the summer of, you know, rest and training, I feel like he is going to come back with a vengeance take back the throne, so I still put him on the top. But Kawhi is up there. But you can say KD, but he's not out. He's going to be the same coming off an injury. I, I hope he comes back better than ever, but. Who is going to win the NBA championship this year? I'm going to go with the dark horse because I don't like you can give both. Give me your dark horse and then give me your regular pick. Alright, my regular pick is going to be the Lakers. 
I think LeBron obviously is going to have a tremendous year. He, I hope he wins MVP. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I got force. I'm going to go with Utah. Okay. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. He's going to improve. And with that, Mike Conley is going to help him tremendously in the backcourt. Because he had no help. Ricky Rubio is just he he's a good he's a good point guard. He's in the NBA, but he's no Mike Conley. He's not Mike Conley. <laughs> Rubio is not Mike Conley. So I think Utah might might shake turn some heads. Now, thank you for coming on the show, Nathan. I appreciate it. I got you, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you very much, man. And can we? And if, do you have any social media we can follow you on? Uh, I got an Instagram. Honestly, I don't. I, I, I really don't have any social media all like that. I don't even know my Instagram handle. So, got <laughs> Facebook, Nathan Webster. A nice guy. Love sports. Share a lot of memes. <laughs> Gotta love memes. Thank you for coming on, Nathan. I appreciate it. Um, uh, have a good one. You too. Oh, we're back with Barbershop Sports Talk, and we have Pat Freeman, a.k.a. the Mighty Oba. He covers the Buffalo Bills for the Criterion. How are you doing, Pat? Good, how are you? I'm doing good. Now, the first thing I want to ask you, Bills versus Patriots Sunday. It's a really big game for supremacy in the AFC East. Both teams are 3-0, and undefeated. What is your take on the game? Just talk about the magnitude of the game. Well, it's a good game. Uh, it's a divisional opponent for uh, each team, so it has uh, you know, almost double the bad I can do it. And uh, the Bills seem to be uh, pretty ready. They, uh, you know, they talk, uh, you know, they give you the business approach. They are, it's the next game. Uh, we're going to go out and do this we can. But, you know, inside, I know they're saying, you know, this is a big game. Uh, this is your measuring stick against where you are, especially in the AFCs. If, if you're going to be competitive, and the FCE should have to be competitive against the New England Patriots. Either that or you're, you're already vying for a wild card rather than the division. So this is a big game uh, for an up-and-coming Bills team that has started this year uh, 3-0. But the Patriots are 3-0 also. So it's a very big game, uh, you know, for both this division the divisional opponent, and these are the, the two top teams in the division. Now, and you mentioned that you think like the players inside the locker room, you know, they're hyped. You know, they're they're kind. Of, they they could they do see this as a measuring stick. What do you think uh, McDermott's message has been to the team, just in terms of you know making sure you know this is a big rivalry game. This is a game to see where they are, but you can't treat this like this is a game that's different from every other game because then you know it'll mean too much when it's just it's early in the season still. So how does McDermott you know kind of levy both sides of that? Well, he's probably letting them know 
to approach the game the same that they approach every game, which is there was uh, a handle, you uh, know, responsibility, do you your job. That's usually the handle catch at Chrome level algorithm. We realize this is a visual opponent. Not only is it the visual opponent, but it is the visual champion. And you're also the NFL champion. So you don't want to get caught up uh, in being a low height. But your job, understand what your responsibility is within the framework of the game plan. And if you do your job, uh, we have a chance to compete uh, during this game. To care the football. That's something the Bills have not done very well in the first three games. Especially Josh Allen. Uh, he's really been a turnover machine, even though he's playing a lot better than he did the last year. Uh, but he has not taken care of the football. If you do that against New England, you will not win. It's simple as that. You can do that against the Giants, Cincinnati, and the Jets, and come away with a victory. But if you turn the ball over against New England, you will not win Sunday. It's just that simple. You've got to take care of the football. You've got to do your job. And hopefully uh, the Buffalo Bills understand that and go out on the business-like manner and uh, give themselves a chance to win on Sunday. It's going to be a very difficult game. Everybody knows it. New England is a team uh, that has performed at a very high level for the last 20 years, especially, which is the key point, after the third game of the season. Traditionally in the NFL, it takes three games to get a book on a team. After the third game of the season, now you find out what Sean McDermott is the data of compared to a book Belichick. He's got a book on the Patriots, Patriots got a book on the Bills. So now uh, both have studied each other's tendencies and they're ready to go at it this Sunday at 1 o'clock. Now, what I, what I do want to know is, you know, Josh Allen, you said this, he's shown a lot of improvement. What improvements have you seen from Josh Allen in these first three games? Well, uh, his passing accuracy, you can tell he's worked on uh, the responsible and accurate passing game. Uh, he's struggled with a lot last year. Uh, the Donalds. Yes, Josh Allen has improved. 
but he's still a young quarterback, still making uh, some bad decisions here and there. And he does that against the Patriots. It could be long after that. Now, it's also really interesting, too, right, because both of them are undefeated, but both of them have uh, got into undefeated season so far very different ways. The Bills have won a lot of close games while the Patriots have been blowing out everybody. I just want to talk from, like, the Patriots side, if you can give that. What do exactly, what do the Patriots represent when they go into New Era Field on Sunday? They're the champions. That's what they represent. They're the champions. Um, they've got six Super Bowl rings in the last 20 years. And they've made one division 19 out of 20 years. That's the record within itself. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, they are the ones that you got to measure. They are the measure of the AFC East. If you are improving in the team, this is who you have to uh, basically look at as team one of the at. And if Bills are improving, you have to be able to compete against the New England Patriots in the AFC East. If not, you're playing against the rest of the conference for a And I think that this is a true test for an up-and-coming team. And if they're successful, that means that they're starting to compete. It does not mean that they have overcome the New England Patriots. But I I think this is a good test for a young team, and it's a good test to see where this franchise is at this point. Now, how do how does Buffalo score against the Patriots? The Patriots have what has been so far the best defense in the NFL. How do they score against New England? They're going to have to run the football. They're going to have to run in between the tackles. They're going to have to control the football. Thus, you control the football game. If they go out there and try to, to uh, pass a lot against the Patriots, I don't think you're going to be as successful as you would like to be. I think running the football is the key. Ball control, keeping Tom Brady on the bench where he belongs. If you let him on the football field, I think you're putting your defense at a disadvantage. Buffalo Bills are going to have to run the football and they're going to have to stop the run. The Patriots have become a very good running football team. Uh, they come at you in three different ways with three different running backs. And the last couple of years, they've shown that they're one of the better running football teams in the league. And I think the Bills have a tremendous uh, test in front of them on Sunday. But the Patriots are just a well-balanced attack. And then they have the weapons uh, in their passing game to really frustrate a defense. So the defense is going to have to come at the Patriots and get pressure on Tom Brady with their front four. If you try to blitz him with extravagant blitzes, he usually destroys the team. So the teams that are successful against the Patriots usually are able to get pressure on them with their front four. And that's what the Bills are going to have to do. They're going to have to get pressure with Jerry Hughes, Shaq Lawson, Trent Murphy, Starlet Toulet, and Ed Oliver. Those guys are going to have to do their jobs. And they're going to have to get uh, to Tom Brady, take away his passing lanes, even if you can't get to it. But take him off the block. Take him out of his comfort zone. you got to do that. 
Now, what I do want to know is, what's your prediction for the game? How do you think the game's going to turn out? How do, how do I see the game? Yes. Oh, I, I think the Patriots to win. I, I think that the Bills are, have improved. They play very good defense. But offensively, they have not taken care of the football well enough to beat a New England Patriots football team. They just have not. I think it will be a, a challenging game for them. Uh, but for them to win this game, they're going to have to play better than they did the first three weeks. Everybody's all enthused about the first three weeks. The Buffalo Bills have been turning the football over every game. Can't do that with the Patriots. Josh Allen can't scramble out and throw those types of interceptions that he's done in every game. He's fumbled in every game. You do that against the Patriots. You're going to score two touchdowns, and you're behind the eight ball. You can't give Tom Brady an extra possession. An extra possession of Tom Brady is almost suicide on the football field. So I, I just don't see the Bills are ready to take that next step against the Patriots. And the Patriots are the measuring stick of the AFC East and the NFL. And Barack, we're in the AFC East. You can't get away from If you can't beat the Patriots, you're, you're vying for a wild card against the rest of the college. And I think that's where the Bills are. I don't think they're ready to beat this organization, especially after the third game of the season. After the third game of the season, it's a match of wits against the uh, head coaches and their staffs. And I think Bill Belichick is still the best in the business. Pat, I want to thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure. I want to thank you for listening to those two interviews uh, for this episode of Barbershop Sports Talk. We will release another episode. It will be a fresher episode Wednesday. Uh, some things to look forward to. Going to have a player from the John Career football team on. Just going to talk a little bit about his career. Also, going to recap this week of uh, NFL football. Uh, we're going to have a guest for that. I'll let you know more about that during that episode, though. But thank you for listening to this episode of Barbershop Sports Talk.